All right, the final score tonight here at Lawler Rink. Merrimack wins 2-1 to one over UMass Lowell. Big two points in the hockey standings. And Bill Gill- Gilligan is with us. He's the associate head coach of Merrimack. And uh, I guess if you were to draw up a way to beat these guys, it probably wouldn't have been the way that it went tonight, getting outshot 52-17. to 17, But you get a terrific goaltending performance from Rasmus Tiernan and, and win the game. Yeah, that's right. We were very fortunate. I had a lot of luck in Raz really played well but you know usually in a game like that you don't win it so we have to play better I think we can play better I think we got a little bit uh, I think off our game at certain times uh, various reasons but uh, maybe one of them being the head coach was not you know 100% but you know it was good to get the two points obviously and uh, they, they get a good team too you know they they, they have a really well balanced team well coached team so um, we can play better and we'll have to play better to try to beat them uh, again that's for sure yeah, you faced them twice so far out in Minnesota and then again here, and uh, I know the shots have been pretty similar in, in, in both games, but uh, now that you have seen them up close twice, what is it that they do so well, and, and what do you guys need to do better? Well, I think that they're deep. They have a lot of uh, good players, and uh, sometimes it's a continuation from one line to the next, you know, they want, where we, we end up uh, you know, going out in the ice and we're already in a D zone or we're chasing the puck around our D zone. So that that's one of the strengths. I think they have they have good defensemen. I think who who can chain the rush and uh, stop the rush and then generate offense off that too. And um, they, you know they they're, they're disciplined, well coached, and they have a lot of confidence. They're very mature. You know they they didn't win the uh, league last year. Uh, you know just uh, by being lucky. You know they they have a good team. They don't have all the players back, obviously, but they have some good young freshmen and. Uh, you know, they are less for the except for the last three games. You know, they've been pretty strong this year. You know, in the top top of the pile and and uh, have done very well. So, um, but at the same time, I think that you know that experience and that and that ability made us play a little bit under our capability, and that's what we have to adjust because we can play better than we played tonight. There's at least two things now, you know, that I see them that I feel like, like I see them do. One of them is that uh, they seem to be pretty good at outnumbering guys, you know, with the puck to try to, you know, to get it away from them. And I, I know that's something that everybody wants to do and talks about and, you know, and tries to do. Why are they able to be successful at doing it? Well, I think they, you know, have trained that and taught that very well. And they could have good personnel. I think the, the key there is the first the first guy that pressures the puck carrier has to be effective. If he's not effective, then that sometimes breaks down your whole, you know, kind of swarming around the puck carrier. Um, and sometimes we have difficulty with that. We can't contain that first guy, and he can he can generate a little bit more space and time, or he can find somebody else that, that has more space and time. And that makes it uh, difficult to continue containing him. But they do that very, very well. And, you know, that's one of the, the things in, in the game I think that, you know, we have to try to uh, take advantage of. It. If, if we can break that and move the puck and, and, you know, open up the zone a little bit, like maybe um, we tried to do and did a few times, but not numerous times. And I think that Providence did against them, you know, last weekend. Then that's the way to, to try to beat that type of hockey. Um, but they're good at it. That's, that's obvious. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was uh, you're talking with uh, um, Toot Cahoon before? He was saying that that's what Providence did was they were able to uh, move the puck quickly and get them running around a little bit. And so I guess that's what you guys probably want to try to do for tomorrow night, right? Yeah, yeah, very much so. And I and I think also um, we have to do a better job, I think, than uh, con- controlling and containing them in, through the neutral zone. I, I think there was a lot of space there, and they had a lot of speed coming through and uh, attacking our D and hunting down pucks or the guy that was going to pick up the puck. So 
you know, I, I think that that's another important part of it. But I think, you know, we have to play better all over, you know, just, you know, from our goal to the offensive goal and, and then going both ways. We, we have to play better if we want to beat them tomorrow night. Well, as you said, Rasmus Tiernan was the warrior of the game. He had 51 saves. I mean, that, that's uh, one of the better goaltending performances I've seen in a while. Where does that rank, and, and how do you rate his performance? Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard too many games recently where, you know, it's been 51 shots yeah. on, on goal. Um, yeah, they had a lot of chances. They had a lot of chances. And as I say, it was kind of like, wow, how did that not go in? You know what I mean? This next one is probably going to be the... Uh, the one that goes in because there were just so many you know it wasn't just you know off angle shots and sh- long yeah. shots it was guys right in by the net so uh, he played great he played great it almost seemed like the one that did beat him in the third period was almost too bad as well as he was playing you know you felt like yeah, he should get the shutout <laughs> yeah but I don't think that's you know a major concern obviously after you yeah. win the two points you know I, th- I thought at times that the, you know that he looked like the, you know I, I kind of feel he or in general I think they allowed t- for my my taste, they allow too much activity in front of a goaltender where they're pushing him around, you know, they, they get sticks, you know, trying to dig out the puck. And uh, I think the referees, and especially that one goal that they did score, I think he could have blown the whistle uh, earlier and, and stopped the play. Because uh, yeah, from where I was, I thought the, the puck was frozen and there was enough commotion in front of the game, in front of the net. I don't like it when guys are lying out over the goaltender or lying in the crease from the opponent's team and, and they still allow goals unless they've been you know, shoved in there or pushed in there from, from your own team. Well, speaking of non-calls, I mean, I'm not going to ask you about the non-call and the, the hit on Brett Seen, but I am going to ask you, how is he doing? I don't think we saw him the rest of the night. Yeah, I didn't get an official report. Uh, he didn't come back afterwards, so um, hopefully, you know, he'll be back, uh, but I don't really know. Well, the two big goals that you got tonight, I thought pretty pretty opportunistic and guys taking advantage of chances. Chris LeBlanc on the breakaway in the first period, and then uh, Mark Biega did a nice job to step up into the play and, and follow the shot to score and the rebound in the second. Yeah, what's they say, you know, I don't want to say it was all luck because we did work hard, you know, but those two, and especially Chris, I mean, because when that came out, out of nowhere, it was kind of like they were, you know, they were pressuring, yeah. pressuring and, you know, and, and had the advantages and had some chances, and all of a sudden we, we go in a breakaway on, on a kind of a fluke play, and he, he puts it away. And so that sometimes that's hockey, you know. Sometimes a better team, um, you know, doesn't win, and that was kind of the case tonight. So, But we have to play better, and you know, not just tomorrow, but going down the stretch cause to get more points. It's, it's a well-balanced league, and there are a lot of good teams coming up after tomorrow night's game as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I did hear you know, Mark saying that he felt that you guys played hard, not necessarily smart. If that's true, how do you play smarter tomorrow night? Well, like, you know, some of the things I talk, we talked about is, is that we have to take better care of the puck, okay? I think we, you know, we, we seem like we, when the games get a little too fast, a little too hectic, we lose the puck too much when we have clear possession and give it back to them, you know? And that's coming out of our zone, going into their zone. Sometimes we try to make too complicated or, or too risky a play going into the zone on the offensive blue. That's where the puck has to be, you know, carried in deep, played in deep, or, or given, uh, driven to the goal. And then after that, uh, you know, we have to make, generate a little bit more offensive zone time. And that was not evident or, or obvious today where we said, okay, it's a good shift. Let's keep, you know, playing off of that. It was pretty much, you know, one, one little flash or flurry and then we're done, you know, and then we're, right. we're playing defense. So that's a big part of the game. You know, it's a lot easier to play defense when you have the buck, you know what I mean? You, you know, because it's a lot more fun and, it's, it's in, you know, you can get players to really work hard at it. So we have to do a better job, you know, managing the puck. And then when we don't have the puck, 
as I said, we have to do a better job containing them and slowing down that neutral zone play where they, they can't be carrying the puck or flying through the neutral zone with speed and then, are, you know, hunting the puck down again or, or picking the puck down again and playing in our zone. So those are two. And, and also a little bit, you know, because of maybe that those two facets of the game where we didn't do well, we were struggling sometimes in a D-zone and got some penalties. But, you know, sometimes, you know, it doesn't take too many penalties against a good team like that. They're going to get a lot of shots, a lot of scoring chances, and, and usually more goals than us. Yeah. yeah, that's the last thing I want to ask you about in penalty kill, which has been solid all year, top five in the country, uh, was, again, pretty solid tonight. And, you you know, good goaltending has a lot to do with it. But I was pretty impressed tonight in particular with the play of the forwards, guys like Jardine and Bond, and Singleton and so on. And, you know, those guys who were doing a pretty good job of pressuring the points and, and not getting maybe the kind of chances that they – would like to get on the power play. Yeah, and that's as you said, it's been a trademark from our team, and Coach Carr's done a great job with these guys, and, you know, hats off to them because they, I wouldn't be lying in front of those pucks like they are. You know, they, they seem like... The, How many did the Jardine block tonight? It seemed like a dozen or more. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> the, the, the equipment's incredibly well made now, but I I don't know if I ever blocked a puck, and, and they, they seem like they block, you know, as you say, you know, 5-10 a game, and so... Yeah, that's a big part of uh, killing penalties is if the forwards and, and sometimes the D, uh, they're willing to risk their body and get in, in front of that puck. Is, you know, it's an important part of it. Did a great job. All right, thanks a lot, Bill. Big two points. We'll see you tomorrow night. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm.